0: your heart God's God's going to replace and uh, that's all I'm gonna say there okay um, all right a little bit about me if you don't know me um, i'm I'm a fat dad I just turned 40 just turned 40 bad stuff happens at 40 all through the Bible okay Jesus was in the wilderness for 40. You know, Moses was out in the desert for 40, you know. 40's bad. So I'm right in the middle of that right now. So pray for me. Got a lot of sarcasm on me, you know. So just don't be offended tonight as we get into this. I'm you know, I just I'm just a grump, all right? You know, it, it, you know I got permission. Total legal permission at 40. I mean, it's just you know, I can use the Bible, you know. It's 40. All right? Um, all right. Well, we're going to get into this. Um, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to speak to you a little bit about leader sheep. not leadership, leader sheep. Every one of you is handpicked in here by God in this in this hour to be a leader in your school, to be a leader in your neighborhood to be a leader sheep everywhere you go. You're the will of God. You're the open heaven. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is where? Okay. He's not going to send another Pentecost. He's not going to come back down and die on the cross again. You're carrying the package deal right now. Yeah? You're the open heaven. Last time I looked, when... The clouds parted and it opened and the father said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. I never read how the clouds shut back up again. It's still open for anyone who's a son and a daughter. You just have to renew your mind. We need to change our thinking. I want you to put your hand on your chest and say, I'm the open heaven. Wherever I go, wherever my feet tread, god has given me to possess i'm the open heaven that god's going to come through amen all right so so i i did this huge huge intense study on sheep sheep i did i did it like a two-part series at heartland just a little while ago and i actually brought in live sheep and live goats this is so hilarious because I, I, I did not I've never been around sheep and I don't know and I wasn't thinking like normal and I'm just knee jerk and I'm 40 you know I'm just ticked <laughs> and I bring in these I bring in this sheep in front of all these people and you know those cameras and all this stuff, and the sheep begin to spray poop all <laughs> over the front row.
1: Pee,
0: pee, pee. The pastors, the board members, everyone was paralyzed. The congregation begins to fall out of their chairs in hysteria. And the board and Gary and everyone's like, not on the holy of holy carpet will you do this. Are you kidding me? Not on the altar of God. Are we going to have dung? So I can just see their faces, and I'm like, oh, this is it. It's over. I'm fired. You know, they're having a board meeting that, you know, right after church. I, it was over. I knew it, you know. I'm 40, so it's just inevitable. So I'm telling you, like, not. I'm not talking, like, hundreds of pellets. I'm talking thousands. <laughs> Mowing people down. And then got right up on the stage next to me and it like goes ah. and it and it it peed for like two minutes. It just went on and on, coming down the steps, on and on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. It was epic. They're still talking about it. It was so disgusting. <laughs> sheep. Oh my goodness, you know, and so I'm like, wow, wow, I didn't know. And then I brought in a goat and he was worse. <laughs> so, I will talk about it, but all right. All right, okay. Um I have some true or false questions for you. You guys ready to get into this? Okay, a sheepfold. Sheepfold is a pen or shelter for any animal. True or false? Wow. False. How many false? Raise your hand. False. That is correct. It's only for sheep. Only sheep live in the pen. Um, do sheep racing, does sheep racing exist in the world? True or false? Literal sheep racing. Raise your hand. False. True. Here you go. They put little sheep on top of the sheep and it's like an official race. No joke. See that? See them racing? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Okay, does anyone know what mutton busting is? Mutton busting. Anyone ever heard of mutton busting? Well, uh, Sir, what is it? That's right. (laughs) Now, you're going to get smart through this. You're going to learn some very powerful revelations about sheep. Mutton busting is one of those things. You're going to be able to walk out of here and talk about mutton busting. I want you to go on YouTube, type in mutton busting. It's huge. Five, six year old kid riding the back of a sheep, and they time it. It's like, who can stay on the back of the sheep as it's going 50 miles an hour? (laughs) And sheep are fast. They are like, they're not slow. I mean, they boogie. It's on. And so you got this six-year-old kid beginning to fall off, and he's hanging underneath the sheep as it's running. And then the parents run out and try to save the child. I mean, it's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, how many seconds, um, true or false, how many seconds must a child stay on a sheep in mutton busting? How many seconds? Four, six, eight. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Good, good. I have a YouTube here, but I won't play it so you could actually see it. Okay, next true or false question. Is sheep fighting a national sport? Sheep fighting a national sport? True. Hold on, let's see if we get you this angle. Bam. Bam. See that? Booyah. Bam. Sheep fighting. So you're learning stuff. Stay with me now. <sighs> right. Now, as I was studying sheep, and we're going to get, you're going to know more about sheep than you care to know about. But um, you're a sheep. You're one of his sheep. And it's funny, as I came in, I'm saying, oh, God, what do you want me to speak on? I've got like four things, you know, and I'm just like, Lord, what are, you, what, what are we going to talk about? And right when I came in, you come up to me and you said, you know, I'm just following the lamb. She says, I'm just following the lamb. I thought, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know what I'm supposed to preach on. She didn't say I'm following Jesus, following the Holy Spirit. She said sheep, following the lamb. (laughs) Lamb's a baby sheep. So as I'm studying this, I begin to come across this interesting breed of sheep. And there's actually in Iceland a sheep. It's called a leader sheep. A leader sheep. Now this sheep is a different breed of sheep. It looks just like your regular sheep, but this thing, like, Eats coyotes. This thing will run down wolves. This sheep is not afraid of jack squat. This sheep actually patrols bah, 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 patrols the fold. And <laughs> like boots out any sort of wolves or anything, it's not afraid of predators. It's called a leader sheep. And it lives in the fold. These are some unique things about the sheep. This unique breed of sheep, they're intelligent. They're natural leaders and protective of sheep folds and guard from predators. Leader sheep in the flock rarely need assistance, but provide it consistently to the flock. I want to read that again. Leader sheep in the flock rarely need assistance, but provide it constantly to the flock. Leadership lambs are extremely vigorous right from birth due to the attention and healthiness of the leadership parents. It's kind of what y'all got going on in here. You got some leadership parents, so when you're kind of new and young in the Lord, you come out vigorous. You're born into the kingdom. You're born in the Spirit. You're strong. You're different. You're leadership. Let's keep going here. Um. Leader lambs, everyone say leader lambs, grow daily and gain almost a pound of weight per day. I have a question. How much weight are you growing in the glory daily? Who's going to look more like Jesus at the end of the day? Someone who has learned to tarry and rest in the glory of God for an hour Or someone who just goes to church and experiences just a trickle for five minutes and then goes off into their religious system, whatever they call church. Who's going to look more like Jesus? Someone who's been resting and growing in the weight of God? Or someone who plays church? You are looking more like Jesus every time Pastor Scott leads you in the glory and presence of God. You are gaining weight in God every weekend. You're growing. You're gaining weight. You're a leadership. Leadership are not affected by the extremes of weather, hot or cold, which sometimes causes others in the flock to be stressed. (laughs) little inside joke there. They take it all in stride. Let me say this again. Leadership are not affected by the extremes of weather. I want you to listen to me for a minute. God is growing you, all right? And I'll tell you something. This is the difference between a mature person and an immature person, okay? A mature person, regardless of the season, okay? Regardless of what season you're in, winter, spring, summer, or fall, you know that your roots are planted by streams 24 7. No matter what season you're in, Psalms 1 I am planted by streams. You are planted there. That's the that's the determining factor between a mature and immature believer, is that they get tossed to and fro by seasons. A leader sheep is not stressed out in hot or cold weather. A leader sheep are harder to corral. This is interesting. They're harder to corral and are healthy and hardy and seem to be more parasite and disease resistant. Come on. Come on. <laughs> They're harder to corral and they're parasite resistant. Do you see the parallel? Yeah. You are not called to be corralled by religion. Now let me say this, and I'm of the same stream, but we can also create a revival box. We can. We can we can create this incubator and this thing to where it's Very difficult for people to penetrate. Very difficult for you. Sometimes, you know, we can create boxes. And so um, don't allow um, sometimes the familiarity and comfort of what you have to corral you. You need to be stepping out of that bad boy and attacking and praying for every sick person God brings you. Bringing healing deliverance. Let me ask you, who else is going to get in there and do it? Is Joe Joe Lutheran down the road gonna step out? Is Joe Assembly of God gonna step out? Who's gonna you. You're the one. Your leadership. But you're not gonna be corralled by religion. And you're gonna be parasite and disease resistant. Leadership are fitter than the general sheepfold flock and can run long distances. Leadership are fitter. Fitter. Do I need to do I need to like talk on that a little bit? We we need to be fit, guys. You know why did Paul always use athletic and military analogies to typify who you are? He who the, finishes the race gets the what? Prize. Okay, we're to be fit to finish the race. You need to spiritually be fit. Okay? Are you spiritually fit? I'll tell you a great way to tell if you're spiritually fit, all right, is if you can love your enemies. If you can speak well of them and bless them. Amen? I didn't say that. Jesus said that. All right, let's keep going here. Leader sheep are graceful and prominent in the flock with alertness in the eyes, normally going uh, first out of the sheepfold, looking around in all directions, watching if there are any dangers in sight, and then walking in front of the flock when driven to or from pasture. Um, God is looking for some leaders that will poke their head out of the house and protect one another that you're, no one's getting between you and Pastor Sandy or Pastor Scott. No one's in between each other, that this is a wall we're standing. I don't care what you say. I don't care what's happened in the past. You're not, you're not getting in this. We are bonded. We are one. And we protect that. We protect that. Amen? That's what leadership do. You know, one way we, we, we do that, there's a, guy named, there's a guy named Barnabas. You guys heard of Barnabas before? Barnabas pr- protected Saul, Apostle Paul. Yeah? And I want to tell you something. If there's a guy named Barnabas, whose actual name was Joseph, Joses, which means Joseph. Barnabas was so generous in his love that the Apostle saw his great generosity Toward, one, toward the people, that they renamed him Barnabas, son of encouragement. And I want to tell you something. Without, an, a, without a Barnabas, you and I are not in this living room today because there's no Gentiles being reached by a Paul. And by the way, you might as well take one-third of your New Testament out of your Bible because it's not written. That's how significant Barnabas is to you and I. He was a son of encouragement everywhere. And he took risks and he had Paul's back with all the other who were afraid of him. We owe Barnabas a lot. And he is actually one of the most underestimated, misunderstood guys in Scripture. It's a big deal that we become sons of encouragement constantly to one another as leadership. Leadership even guard the flock against predators. Um, there are many stories recorded about their ability to sense and forecast changes in the weather, refusing to leave the sheepfold before a major snowstorm. As leaders in the kingdom of God, and every one of you are, okay, it's important for you okay, to have your discernment on. Now, let me tell you something. Many of you, probably before I came over here, okay, probably got hit with a few things. Because I'll give you an example. Probably, don't raise your hand, but maybe like you you begin to get hit with maybe perverted thoughts. Just out of nowhere. Just just stuff. And what happens is, and I feel there's probably three or four of you, the enemy will counter the purity of holiness. He'll counter what's about to come in here. Though this is a holy place, but our ministry is to uproot that thing, and so the enemy will hit God's people to counter what God's about to do. And So you'll get hit, and I want to really encourage you here: if you're getting hit with things, it means you don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it. Whatever you're getting hit with, it means you don't have it. Think for a minute. He's trying to put it on you. It means you're winning. Hallelujah. Come on. Just slow down for a second. Now, there are four levels of love a leadership, you know, walk in. There are four levels. I'm sorry. There are four levels of love. Now, I I want to articulate to you one level that we're to walk in, and it's a new level. We have, how many of you guys have ever heard of Eros? which is the sensual love in Bible. We have phileo, which means what? Brotherly love. We have agape, which means what? Sacrificial. And we have storge, storge, which means a family kind of love, like my brother, sister, love you, peace. Storge. Now, I think that's a cool name, (laughs) Storgay. <laughs> I'm from the planet of Storgay. Why don't you like me? I'm powerful. I can destroy you. I'm from Storgay. Now listen to this. This is this is somewhere in the Bible. I believe it's John 10. Or somewhere. I, I don't have the scripture verse. Maybe Scott will know it. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you agape, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I phileo you. Now let me go back again. I don't want you to miss this. Now, I don't know where this is at. I, my, my thing isn't showing right here on my by the way, I, I, I'm really um, excited about my iPad, really excited about it. I feel like it's bringing a spirit of excellence <laughs> back to the body of Christ. You know, now, now, Scott can vouch, back in the early days, who had the laptop up on the podium? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, everyone's using their apples. Everyone's using their thing. But I was about eight, nine years ahead, actually about ten years. So I'm getting prideful right now. So pray for me. I have to get something at 40. I'm 40. I, I want to brag on that, but I just wanted you guys to see my iPad. You guys see it? All right, cool. So so Jesus is saying to after Peter screws up, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me or do you agape me or do you? Sacrificially, Peter, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I phileo you. Peter answers Jesus with not a sacrificial love, but, Yeah, bro, love you. Love you. Jesus counters him again. He says to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you agape me he said to him yes lord you know that i phileo this is the actual greek translation i brotherly love you i'm not willing to sacrifice for you but i brotherly love you big difference then jesus said to him tend my sheep verse 17 he said to him the third time simon son of jonah Do you, Phileo? Jesus switches it on him. He says, Oh, you're only going to brotherly love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Then feed my sheep. A leadership is someone who has moved beyond. You're my bro. You're my bro. I have coffee with you. We go do small groups. We're you know we're doing outreaches. It's cool. I love. I got you. To I will lay down my life for you. Agape. I will sacrifice my life. Leadership have moved beyond the high five of brotherly love. To, I'm willing to lay my life down for you. Greater love has no man than this than he lay down his life for his friend. And that is the next level, my friends, for this ministry and for the body of Christ. My church, we've been living in the store gay level, which is probably the least for a long time, and God is correcting this level of love because it's not working, we must move. You guys are you guys are way far along than we are. I want to tell you that right now. I feel it in the room, but we've got to move past this to "I'll die for you."
1: I will die for you.
0: That's what Jesus was going after, Peter. He said, like, "Peter, do you love me?" Now some interesting facts here about shearing sheep. How many of you guys have ever had like a wool shirt, a wool rug or wool, yeah? Very important as leadership that you understand shearing because many of you right now are being sheared of your old wool. That's got gnats and bugs and it's stinky and God's trying to bring a new hide that's going to benefit one another even more. Shearing facts: Sheep are usually sheared once per year. How many of you guys feel like you're being sheared once every month here? Yeah. With truth. Yeah. That's a good thing. Usually before lambing, lambing means giving birth, or in the spring before the onset of warm weather. Shearing prior to lambing results in cleaner environment for baby lambs. It also keeps the fleece cleaner. Now there's a terminology called skirting. High quality fleeces should be skirted. Skirting is when the undesirable parts of the fleece are removed from the rest of the fleece. Who has some undesirable things in your life that God is cutting away from the rest of you? And he's cleaning you. They have this new technology because shearing is so labor-intensive. Other, other technologies are often being explored for more efficient wool removal. Australian scientists created a chemical method of shearing called Bioclip. Everyone say Bioclip. With Bioclip, the sheet are injected with the natural protein that causes the wool follis, follicle to break and the fleece to drop off on its own. I'll go ahead and say that the Holy Spirit in your ministry and what's going on in here, God is doing a bioclip in these youth right here. Bioclip. Getting to the very DNA of who they are and clipping off the old undesirable wool and replacing hunger and a presence and something that's going to benefit the whole of this house and the city and the schools and everything. He's injecting a bioclip. To remove it. And so it's not so labor intensive. Now, this is what happens sometimes after you get clipped. See that let me tell you something this is you after a really good night at the river this is you right here and you feel raw you feel raw because that old high that old attitude you're carrying around that thing you can hide from everybody else but you can't hide from him this is you right here leader sheep Now, this is what happens to a believer that doesn't, that resists the Holy Spirit, that resists pastoral covering and teaching, resists truth, (laughs) resists truth, and says, no, I don't want to change God. No, Pastor Scott, I'm Sandy. I'm done. I'm just... You know any Christians that look like that? <laughs> so top heavy, but no earthly good. I want you to turn to Psalms 23. Everybody okay? Now I got a few points here. I got about 8 points. Can I just take can I just take my time, Pastor Scott? Are you okay? I'm going to now, that was just the intro. Now I'm just, we're going to get into it here. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. Psalms 23. one. let's read it. The Lord is my shepherd. Come on, everyone. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, who has ever heard the terminology, God is only going to meet your needs? Nope, nope. He's not going to meet your wants. He only meets your needs. Let's read it again. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not. God, look at me. Your Father in heaven wants to meet your wants too. I shall not want. And that's what the Hebrew means. God wants to up your expectation that He wants to give you a husband. He wants to give you a wife. He wants to give you your dreams. He wants to bless you. He wants you out of debt. He wants you so satisfied in Him. Amen? That you're blowing up everywhere. I shall not want. A leadership can be trusted with wants instead of only needs due to how He handles the basics. Let me say that again. Leadership can be trusted with the wants only after you've handled the needs correctly. He's not gonna he's not gonna bump you up there to the want level unless you handle your needs correctly. In, in other words, you better pay your car payment on time. You better be tithing faithfully. Okay, you better be serving. You better be meeting the needs of the poor. You better be doing things, and then God bumps you up to the want level all right that's point number one so the question is is are you ready for the want level are you ready where you can begin to say god i want not just need i want this okay verse two he makes me lie down come on everybody he makes me lie down who who makes you He makes me lie down. One of the things I'm learning right now, and I have a very, very stupid schedule. It's ridiculous. It's just not even stupid. The Holy Spirit, as a leader, will make me lie down if I don't do it on my own. He will begin to jack up my schedule. He'll begin to jack up my finances. He'll begin to get in there to force me to lie down. Because God, in this moment, no longer wants leadership operating out of striving, operating out of gifting. Let me tell you something. We're in a moment right now, listen to me, where God is moving us beyond gifts to fruit. Where your life is bearing fruit and you're just not only operating out of gift. Your fruit trumps gifts. How many of you know people that are so anointed with gifts, they just heal and they can do all these things, and yet they have no love? They have no tenderness and meekness and gentleness. There's no kindness. There's no warmth. But they can operate in a gift. And we see it all over the body right now. God is cleaning that thing up we begin to live out of the rest he makes me lie down I'm living out of the rest of God leadership lead out of rest and not restlessness leadership fight from the victory of the cross not for victory from the cross You're living out of the rest and you're fighting from what has already been accomplished. You're fighting from victory. Point three, leadership are top heavy and don't always know when to lay down so Jesus makes them. Do you know why God will make you lay down? If a sheep is top heavy like the big fat one we just saw that was an actual it was called shrek actually it was from new zealand a world famous sheep that they found out in the boonies somewhere that no shepherd could reach and trim it was an actual real and it just died actually it was just on the news it was on like major news that was shrek Shrek, cool little trivia there you'll thank me later it's cool i, th- I thought it was a good point too But if a sheep is top-heavy and falls over, actually slips or falls, it will not be able to get up and it will suffocate in a matter of minutes. We have some very top-heavy sheep that are so full of knowledge and they're unsheared and they're suffocating. They'll slip and suffocate due to the weight of their wool. Let's keep reading. Psalm 23, 2. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. Listen to this. Do you know that a sheep will not drink out of a stream? Do you know why? Have you ever had a wool sweater and your mom or dad or whatever you put it in the washing machine and you pull that wool sweater out how much does it weigh a thousand pounds right sheep know that if they slip in a stream there's no getting out they'll weigh a thousand pounds by the time they try to pull themselves out of the water They'll only drink by still water. <laughs> I thought that was good. And it's important that you understand as well. You, you are placed and planted sovereignly by God to drink here beside the still waters. Your pastor is very careful not to spook you. And he allows the spirit of God to come and quiet your soul, he allows God to minister to you. He allows you to be still and wait on Him, and receive from Him. That's a big deal, as sheep. Amen. Leader sheep only drink from watering holes the shepherd has dug. Hmm. Let's keep going here. Psalm twenty-three, verse three: He restores my soul he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake leadership are whole this is what's happening right now across the body of Christ we are moving from a focus of even physical healings and we've been moving in healings for years but I am seeing more people that get physically healed but they're emotionally unhealed we're moving, listen to me, we're moving right now from a place of deliverance and physical healing to wholeness. Getting people whole. Mind, body, soul, finances, relationships, everything. Had a dog, still have a dog. His name's Rowdy, I love him, he's golden doodle. And he, um, we brought him in the house, and he's a little puppy, and we were in the backyard grilling, goofing off but the dog was in the house wasn't paying attention I'm you know I I walk back in the house and I smell something I'm like Rowdy just did not he did not and I'm looking around because I can smell it I can smell it and I'm like and I'm I'm holding chicken I got my bib on my hair's all jacked up Shelly and the kids are jumping out on the trampoline, and I'm like, he didn't. I begin to put I begin my chair and go back in the room, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sniff it out. Where's it at? My hound dog in my house. My leader sheep. And so I go in my bedroom, and there's a pile. A pile. Now, I picked up the dog. And I I took the dog, and I, I wanted to rub its nose in it, but I heard you're not supposed to do that. So I almost did. I was so mad. And I took him outside. You have relationship stuff, every one of you. Friends, people you love, family, stuff going on. Yeah? All of us. We've all got stuff going on. You can... Say you've got offense or hurt or whatever going on in in one of your relationships, you can go ahead and take the dog outside, but you still have something back in the bedroom. And many of us need to go back, though we've got the person out of our life, we still have some dookie back in the bedroom (laughs) that we need to clean up. I don't, you know, it's like, for example, with spilt milk. Well, you know, take the bowl, put it in the sink. But you still got to clean up the milk. Some of us still need to clean up some of our stuff. And it's one of the reasons we're not whole. It's just we're not whole. There's some things we need to clean up. Amen? There's something back in the room, and I want to encourage you, if you have that, it could be preventing your wholeness, a relationship issue. And we've all got them. I'm working through one right now it's been an ongoing drama. And I really do not have peace in this area of my life until that thing is completely, that poop is completely gone. Amen. Amen, Jeff. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, verse 4, though I walk through the, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yea, though I walk through, leader sheep don't stop, they don't quit, they don't throw in the towel. Leader sheep are fearless in spiritual warfare and learn, have learned how to pray through. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Are grandparents your great-grandparents? learned how to pray through until there was a release in the valley of the shadow of death. They walked through. They didn't, yea, though I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil. There, There's just a mindset God is restoring to leaders right now in the kingdom. They keep walking. They do not stop until they get the release and breakthrough. And it may take years. Years. Not minutes. God is trying to give us stamina again, a backbone. You young people, listen to me, man. When God puts something on you that's not right, you keep praying till it's off you. Yea, though I walk through. God wants you guys to walk through the valley. That we have this Sustainable perseverance about us that we do not quit till it's done for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me okay I could I could really I, I could unpack that but I want to keep moving here. Verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When you turn, listen to me, when you turn away from the battle you were created for, you'll you'll begin to enter other battles you're not equipped. you turn away from a battle, you were created to win. And every one of us, listen to me, every one of you was specifically designed by the Holy Spirit before the foundations of the earth for a battle. You are born for battle. Do you know what battle you're to be in? Because you could be picking battles you have no grace for. You could be entering arenas and things you're not supposed to be doing. You're getting your butt kicked. You were designed for a battle. You know what my battle is? It's called the city of Dallas. I'm assigned pastorally, and I say this very humbly, apostolically, to go in and reverse the injustices in our city. And we're doing it on a, on a very large level in the sex industry right now with abortion with all these other things. We have teams with creating unity with the body, college ministries all over the city right now, going out, feeding the poor. My assignment, my battle, if you will, is to see Dallas come into its full potential, its destiny. Amen? That is my assignment. And when I step out of that, and I begin to fight other petty things over here, I get wore out. I just get discouraged. I just begin to play the 40 card. When you lose track of what you were born for, you become subject to stuff you're not ready for. I want to say that again. When you lose track of what you were born for, you'll become subject to stuff you weren't ready for. <sighs> I want to I also say this. You as a ministry, you as an individual, what you get in battle, warring and intercession like you were tonight, listen to me, you get to keep. There's some stuff you fought for. There's some atmospheres. There's lives. There's families. There's so much stuff you guys are doing and touching lives. When you you get that breakthrough, you get that win, that's your spoil. Don't give it back. I've never seen like in war after they they win like, oh, here you go. Here, let me give you everything back. We just, well, the U.S. has done that with Japan and some others. But that was out of grace. That was out of, we were godly back then. We actually believed in restoration and, you know, we dropped a bomb on them and did some bad stuff, which we needed to. To save millions more. But you don't give away what you win. And sometimes we're really ignorant about that. Don't 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 easily throw in the towel on people you've been fighting for, you've been discipling that are not getting it. They don't get it. They're just they're they're a lot of work. They're frustrating. They're not getting it. Do not man though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, though I walk through, do not give up on people. You're gonna walk through with people. Do you understand? Some of the greatest people in our ministry today, I've been fighting for for eight years. My my personal assistant, Valerie, has been with me six years. And you know what she's doing right now? She's pulling people out of wheelchairs. She's actually tonight right now in the store by herself because she wants to grow in authority and healing. And it has her own afflictions. She lives in pain. But that is a woman I have fought for, my wife and I, for years. And now she's leading. Do not give up on people. Listen to me. Who did Jesus put in charge of the money bag? Why? He believed in him. He believed in him. Do you believe in people like he sees them? Jesus knew what was up. He knew what was in his heart. He knew he was a thief. You're my money bag guy. You're the one I believe in. Oh, I feel the presence. It's part of your assignment. is people. 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 You anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil, verse verse 5. Very fascinating about oil. The shepherds would come and put oil over the eyes of the sheep and over their face to keep the insects and bugs from eating away their eyes. Lambs have various delicate eyes. So the shepherds would anoint their eyes. Will you allow the Lord to anoint your shepherd, your eyes tonight, to protect your eyes and how you're seeing people and circumstances? He wants to heal your eyes and how you're looking at circumstances and situations and you're not seeing from his perspective, especially with people. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Leadership understand they can only give away what they've received. So they give only out of the overflow to to the flock. Do you know there were there were were ten virgins in the Bible Jesus talks about. He says there were five virgins who had oil and there was another five who didn't have oil the oil in your life okay you protecting the holy spirit the oil of god in your life is key to you seeing and it's interesting if you begin to study that out they they said yeah we've got oil And the other five didn't. And the other five who didn't said, hey, we want to come and borrow your intimacy. We want to ride on your tail. We want what you have. We want your oil. And what they say, no, you go get your own. Many people will try to pull on your oil. It's for you. And they need to learn to get it for themselves. And when people are riding the coattail, you may have friends They're riding on your momentum. They're riding on your oil. They don't know the Lord. They need to learn. You need to help them. You need to detach yourself. I love you, but I can't give you my oil. That's only in my private history with Jesus that I got that. Late at night, burning, crying, pressing through. And I I accumulated a history with him. And I know him. And he talks to me. I wish I could give it to you. I can't. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house
1: of the Lord forever.
0: <sighs> Goats. 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 The proper name for a goat, or the pr- the proper name for a group of goats, does anyone know what that is? A group of goats, goats, my group. It's called a trip. I told you you're gonna get smart, dude. I know what a group of goats are. <laughs> yes or no, dude? <laughs> it's a trip. Does anyone know what a baby goat is? Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are male goats called? Bucks. My name is Buck. And I'm a goat. And I live in a trip. And I got some kids. Females are called does. Female goats are called does. Um... Goats are great swimmers, unlike sheep. Wild goats don't sleep. Wow, maybe that's why they're so jacked. <laughs> Have you ever seen a goat do this with straw? Like, scratch his back. goats scratch their back with straw. This is probably the most important thing, though, right here about goats. Um, coffee was first discovered. By goat herds. They notice the goats acting unusually energetic after nibbling on coffee beans. Can we just give thanks? Can we just give thanks? God, we thank you for goats. Goats are very unruly, stubborn, and they'll eat anything. We got a lot of people running around that will eat anything. They're unruly. They're stubborn. They're not under a fold. They're not in a covering. They will eat anything. Interesting, as I was researching this out, they actually found a hybrid sheep and goat. A hybrid. Here's what it looks like. See if I can expand it. That's actually a sheep and goat hybrid. They found it out in the boonies and said, "Wow, how'd this happen?" You see it? Looks like a goat, but it's a sheep goat. An unusual case of sheep goat hybrid was reported by uh, veterinarians in Botswana. That's out in the middle of Africa. The animal was naturally born from a female goat with the male sheep that were kept together. Such pregnancies thought were not possible. You can be a sheep, but you can hybrid into a goat, an unruly, stubborn, unteachable breed, if you will. Okay? if you don't stay in the fold. You can get out there and begin to crossbreed and get into things that will pervert your call as a leader. And we got a lot of hybrids acting like sheep, but they're goats. Let me read to you out of Matthew 25. Look there. And what it says. Matthew 25, 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory... And all the holy angels with him. Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations. And he shall separate them from one another. As a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand. But the goats on the left. I want you just to close your eyes. And we're going to lay hands on everyone tonight who wants it. I don't know how Pastor Scott wants to do this. But I have a simple question for you. Are there goat tendencies in your life (laughs) that are not really who you are? I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come right now. I don't want to be divided on the left side on that day. I don't want to be standing there thinking I'm a sheep, but I'm really a goat. I don't have the fruit of a sheep. I haven't been led. I'm un, I'm unruly. I've got stuff going on. You want to be found on that day as a sheep. But do you have, are there? Is Holy Spirit come right now? Are there areas in my life that you're Wanting to clean up? Do I have goat tendencies? Do I, am I looking sometimes like a hybrid coming in and out of this thing? Not solely 100 devoted, completely consecrated, giving my all to You, Jesus. Following You unto death. Walking in an agape love for my brother instead of a phileo, high-five, brotherly love. God, am I walking... <laughs> am i walking in a lifestyle that is representative of a real sheep that follows a shepherd holy spirit i want you to put your hand on your heart and say holy spirit what areas in my life have i been overlooking i've been unruly stubborn and not teachable like a goat Speak to me now, Lord. I'm open. (sighs) Is there a relationship? Do I have poop back in the room? Do I have spilt milk that I need to clean up? God, speak to me, and I will take care of it. Come on. going to take a minute here. Allow the Lord to speak to us. He's dealing with my heart right now. And then we're going to do something really fun and you're going to encounter the Holy Spirit in a minute. The Bible says in John 10 that that he's a shepherd and the sheep hear his voice. We're going to activate you in hearing his voice again in just a minute, but I want you to take care of business. What tendencies, Holy Spirit, relational, spiritual, my devotional life, my boldness, or my, cowardless, my cowardliness? God, what is it? I want to be a leader sheep in your kingdom. I'm not going to say I'm above that, God. Help me. Help me. Holy Spirit, help me see. Okay. If Holy Spirit showing you something. I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer, and we're going to get it dealt with. And then I want you to, this week, go back in the room and get the poo-poo out of the room. You may be dealt with the problem, but you still got a mess back there. Okay? You ready? I want you to say this from your heart. Say, God, you see? (laughs) You see all my stuff. And the stuff you're highlighting, give me the courage and the strength to clean it up I repent I confess now god forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness I'm asking you lord to not let this go until it's cleaned up I will cooperate with you thank you for your convic- your conviction Come on, everybody. Thank you for your chastening. You chasten those you love. And I repent, Lord. Not with lip service, but with lifestyle change. Yeah. Yeah. And I give it to you. Okay. Now we're going to activate you here. Who's ready to hear the voice again? Huh? Ready? Ready? Okay, my sheep hear my voice. Whose voice? His voice. I want you to quiet yourself right now. And I want you to say this to the person of the Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit out loud. Holy Spirit. Spirit. Come on, he's in the room. Holy Spirit, Spirit. how How do you you see me now? Don't brush off the whisper. It's still a small voice. He's gonna whisper something to you and then we're gonna do another one here. Holy Spirit, how do you see me now? I gotta know how you see me. You're my shepherd. Once he's dropped once he's said something to you, come on, it's yours. Just go ahead and just wave your hand at me if the Lord has spoken to you about something. Just, just wave. Go ahead. Okay. All over. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yours right there. Secondly, you ready? Say, Jesus. Everybody, Jesus. How do you see me? Now. spirit would open up, pores of your spirit would open up, (sighs) to live from his voice, to live from his voice, my sheep hear my voice, not my goats, my sheep, thank you Lord, come on, wave your hand at me if Jesus, come on. father you ready this is going to be a fun one father, papa come on everybody Abba how do you see me of the Lord forever my cup runs over you anoint my head with oil you prepare a table before my enemies you restore my soul and you lead me by paths of righteousness father Just stay there. Just 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 stay there. Father. Just want you. I want your voice, Papa. Father me. I want you to say this. Say, father me. Father, father me father. like you father Jesus. Whew. I want that relationship. moment, just let him minister to you. Come on. He's waited all week for this moment. Let him talk to you. And I break every wall. I break the silence. I pray an open heaven over you to hear your father and him say well done thy good and faithful. This is my son and daughter in whom I am well pleased. That is the posture of the Father right now toward you. Satan, I break the deafness you've caused on your people and I pray an open heaven now to hear the Father so you can lead again me beside still waters. <sighs> Grace Lord. And I tell you something when the Father, Son and Holy Spirit speak to you it's no one else's business that is yours and you keep it in your heart. And what he's telling you. There are times for testimonies and there are times that this is so precious. This is so special. I got this for myself. Not from a prophet. Not from anyone. I got this from the man himself. That I hold that dear in my heart and I protect that place. A sign of an immature believer is one who tells secrets to everybody. <sighs> Jesus, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, really, really smart people, brilliant, intelligent people, thank God for what He's done in their heart and life. So this would be a good moment to just thank Him for being your Father, for being your best friend not walking out on you, for not leaving you. And I tell you something, the Lord knew what He was getting into when He paid for you. And He decided to walk with you through all of your mess, your compromise, your sin, your sloppiness, your laziness. He said, that's the one I'm walking with all the way. He decided to not give up on you. He chose you first while you were yet a sinner. He knew what he was getting into when he picked you. He knew what he was getting into. He knew the price. And I'll tell you the most comforting words I find when I'm going through stuff. He said this, Lo, I am with you always. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even today. He is full of faith toward you that you will accomplish and complete and finish the good work which he has begun in you. And he's able to keep you. He's able to keep you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care. He is able to keep you to that day. I want to hand this over to Pastor and then however we want to minister here in a minute I want to give that over to him it's been really good being here tonight I love you so much just allow the Holy Spirit to
1: keep uh, ministering thank you Pastor Scott I really feel like you'll have some prophetic words for some people that's real key but however you feel led to pray I mean impartation and And also, just um, flow with impartation or the prophetic, whatever you feel led like to do, Pastor Jeff. We'll just do this if he may want prayer tonight. And also, um, please take an opportunity. We just want to bless Pastor with a a love offering. So, <clears throat> if you would write out something for him, okay, and drop that in the in the offering. Just make sure and put it for Pastor Jeff. If you have cash, put that on the envelope so we can get it to him tonight, okay? But if you want prayer tonight. Why don't y'all just stand, and I'm going to go with him and just help catch. But I feel like he's definitely impartation for sure, and I feel like he'll have some important prophetic words. Now, listen, if he gives you prophetic word, how many times have we all gotten something and then forgot it next week, you know? Try to write it down somewhere and keep it in your Bible, okay? And pray about it. Anyway, I'm just going to let Pastor Jeff go through and pray. You guys right in here, y'all.